Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I do want to talk to this man. He's been a guest on this program um, several times, four or five times, since April of this year. And he's the CEO of Pivot Airlines, Eric Edmondson. You may remember, I'm sure you do remember, Mr. Edmondson's crew from Pivot Airlines was held without cause and threatened with death by prison gangs in the Dominican Republic. And uh, they were accused of having tried to ship drugs on their jet, uh, God knows where. But then it was clear that they had not. In fact, it was his crew that called to alert officials in this country about what they found in the avionics bay in the in the aircraft. And then there was the video. Mr. Edmondson talked to us about a few weeks ago, and uh, the video showed clearly somebody doing what they did and what the crew was accused of. So the crew is back in Canada now. Eric, thank you for coming back on the program. What a tremendous relief, I'm sure. Thanks for having me back, Roy. It's, it's always a pleasure. Uh, it is a relief for, for us and mainly for the crew. They were reunited with their families after almost a full eight months of being uh, you know, wrongfully detained and separated and missed birthdays and anniversaries and first days of school and, and just uh, a, a very emotional reunion, but it was, uh, it was you know, far too long in the making. Yeah. When were you first aware that the crew was coming home? Uh, well, you know, it was all the way back in August when the prosecutor had said that she was willing to drop the case uh, because there was lack of evidence. Now, they have 12 months to, to drop a case or to more specifically lay charges, uh, but she felt at the time um, there was unlikely, uh, it was unlikely that she was going to get any new evidence, so she said she was willing to drop the case. Now, that sort of uh, uh, dragged on and on and on, and her last word uh, to us probably a month and a half ago was that, look, I'm just going to ride the clock out here because new evidence may come to light. Uh, although we're not doing any investigation, we're not doing anything active, something may just miraculously fall in our laps. So that was very disappointing. But uh, over the last month or so, we had a lot of momentum on the on the case. Uh, you know, we had some reporters uh, go down to the Dominican and put a lot of pressure on the Dominicans. Some of the uh, large unions, including the large U.S. Uh, pilot union, got involved, and uh, a lot of efforts, uh, in, including you know the efforts that you put in. So around the media, it, it helped, and it all came together just uh, with a big push at the end. Yeah, I know you worked extremely hard on this, uh, Pivot Airlines, and it was very personal. This is your crew. These are your people. This is your Canadian crew that has been threatened with death by prison gangs. That's not anything to be taken lightly. That's serious business. Well, it's as serious as it gets. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, it wasn't that they were fake scared or uh, or pretending to be in danger. They were in as, as bad of danger as anyone could be. They informed uh, on narco-criminals and organized crime, and those people 
um, don't like that to happen. And, and they knew they were still on the island and they were hunted. And uh, it was it was exceptionally serious. Are your people OK? Well, you know, it's going to be with them for the rest of their lives. I think yeah. We're just starting the unbundling of what happened now. They're obviously spending a few days with their family. We have given them, um, you know, mental health support throughout. But now it's time to get really serious and, and help them readjust to, to their new lives and this baggage that they're going to carry with them forever. Mm-hmm. We talked about this as well, that uh, politicians weren't of any meaningful help, really. While the crew was detained in the Dominican Republic, but I, did I see them making an appearance with, with you and your crew? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to be yeah. sure about that. Yeah. So it was they were late to engage and uh, uh, very very slow to action. I think they were instrumental in the last few few weeks, maybe a few days, um, in, in some of the push. You know, from the embassy side, they were good throughout. Of course, they're not politicians; they're embassy workers, yeah. and they were they were very supportive. But yeah, on the politician side, it was uh, uh, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to comment too much on it. No, that's fair. But, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, the, the the big push now on the political side is going to be with Transport Canada. Yeah. Well, I was about to say this can't be over. That there are many loose ends here, beginning with the most obvious. And that it really t- it was essentially a kidnapping and a brutalizing of your crew. And the, the Canadian government, Transport Canada, our bureaucracy can't just say, well, they're home now. Everything's okay. Well, that's, that's the essential issue. So although the chapter is closed for us now, it really has to be again for Transport Canada and, and many other uh, agencies now in Canada to close the severe safety and security gap that, that this case has brought to light. And, you know, as it stands right now, uh, people aren't safe to travel to the Dominican. If this could happen to a flight crew who were just doing their job and reported a crime, that's all they did is just report a crime uh, on board their own aircraft. And, uh, you know, they, they went through eight months of, of torture. And, you know, it took a, it took a, a mountain of people to rectify the situation after eight months. And as individual tourists, of course, you don't have that mountain behind you. So they would still be there. They'd be, they'd be languishing perhaps forever. Yeah. And I want to give a plot. It's and a shout out to many of our listeners who, after you were on the air with us and spoke about uh, this situation with your crew, they were very much on board with you. The, uh, I heard from so many listeners who were just outraged over what was going on and committed to calling their members of parliament and doing whatever they could at an individual or a family level. And th- that, that really needs to be noted. Oh, absolutely. I, it, it, like I said, it was a team effort, community effort. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, what, that's what moves the needle. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.